Hi everyone and welcome to Being Brave St Lucia. Yes, I've added the St Lucia back again. Do you know why? Because this is going to be my final Being Brave podcast. Because do you know what? I listened to the first Being Brave podcast uh, yesterday. It was on my i i i basically updated my Apple podcast because I've got a new podcast which we'll come to later, and I saw my old one. I thought, oh, I'll have a listen, and I'll see. So I listened to my very first Being Brave, and I'm going to add it onto the onto the uh, web page. So definitely go to the blog this time and listen before you listen to this. Go and listen to the first one again, and then come back. And I'm going to listen to it now as well, and I'm going to stop at points, and I'm going to, you know, add more and and say what I need to say. So this is going to be me stopping and starting, and I'm going to be listening to my first Being Brave podcast. This is going to be fun. So yeah, have a listen, and then come back. <laughs> I'll wait. Oh my God, the first thing I've realised is I was so indecisive. I couldn't even decide on a name for the podcast. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to go back to listen to it now. I was talking about if you have something you want to do and you take the leap and do it, it's a win-win. And now I'm out of the other side, I would say... A hundred percent it's a fucking win-win. <laughs> Honestly, because even if I'd given up and gone back, it would have been over for me. The whole idea of going off to a tropical island and living happily ever after, I won't be dreaming of it. So I'd have been more content with my life in the UK. So, yeah, I can see. I'm, I was right. I was right. It is a hundred percent a win-win. There is no lose. Even if there's a financial loss, even if financially things don't work out, on a human level, there is no lose because you can't pay for that sort of peace of mind knowing that, you know what, I tried it and it doesn't work. But you know what, even if I'd had to go back, I would have come back again more prepared. So no, it wouldn't even been a loss. So I... I can definitively say yes honestly if you have something like a massive change you want to make fucking do it do it can you hear the fucking waves in the background can you hear the waves you have to do it don't waste your life dreaming of something if you know you can if there's something you can do and all it really takes is for you to decide to do it then do it if it's a better job that you're, you'd have to move for, move and get the better job. I was talking about Saigon and honestly, the memories come flooding back. It was absolutely the best time of my life. It was 100% the best people. Hey, Gemma. <laughs> the best people, hey Scott, oh, Dave, oh, so many wonderful people, Victor, oh, Livia, oh, 
all these wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people and the space and the pottery. Vietnam gave me pottery. And so Luan, my teacher, oh, I, I honestly cannot imagine what my life would have been like had I not gone to Saigon. And I hummed and hard about it for so long. And do you know what it was? I just couldn't be asked packing up my house again. <laughs> I'd literally just moved house a couple of years earlier. So 18 months earlier, I'd just moved house. And I sat there and I thought, fuck, I don't want to rent the house out. I, what am I going to do with Missy? Everything was just horrible. And then Connor was there and he could stay in the house and he could look after the house. Let's skip over that. <laughs> but yeah, so in the end, it was just me going, oh, can I be asked? It wasn't the job. I loved the idea of the job. I loved the idea of going to visit Vietnam. It was literally that, that laziness, that inert laziness that's in us all that says, oh, can I be asked doing that? And look how my life has changed because of that one place, that one decision to say yes to that contract. Obviously it was an amazing contract, <laughs> but yeah, that one decision that I went, oh, okay then, even though I couldn't be asked going through another life change, I said, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it. By the way, if I'm sounding a little bit less ecstatic and happy than I normally am. As I was driving into the beach, it's got a very high curb coming into the beach area and I misjudged it today and I scraped the whole of the bottom of the car. <laughs> so I'm feeling a little bit grumpy about that. And I'm gonna take, I'm gonna get rid of it. I mean, I'm, I, don't, I don't feel the grumpiness often, but I, I do realize that my internal subconscious grumpiness comes out in my voice and makes it a little bit more low-key so if I am sort of coming across a little bit more low-key and less ex less happy than I normally come across it's because I've just scraped the whole bottom of my car and I'm wondering if I'm yeah <laughs> I'm wondering if, it, if there's damage but I've just looked and there's no damage so I'm okay <laughs> but yeah Vietnam one decision can change your whole life and it's a decision to say, you know what, I'm up for the adventure. That's it. The decision to, to say, yeah, I'm up for the adventure of this. Anyway, I'm going to carry on listening to the rest of the episode. Oh, I started talking about my apartment building in Saigon. And that was the most beautiful apartment building I have ever lived in. Uh, it was. That roof terrace, it's just reminded me that I better bloody have a roof terrace on my house here because that roof terrace was absolutely sublime. And going up there in the morning with a coffee and my iPad and just reading the newspaper or reading my Kindle, seriously, that was the best two hours of my day. And I even got up early just so I could spend two hours up there. <laughs> anyway, back to the episode. 
looking back, it's just reminded me that in something like this, you have to be flexible, you have to be adaptable. So when I realized that I wanted to change my life completely in 2016, I had an idea of what my life was gonna be and what I wanted my life to be. And when I got it, I realized I didn't want that. I realized it wasn't right. And me accepting the job in Vietnam was me being prepared to change my plan. Being open for the adventure. Yeah, that's what it was. So yeah, rule number one in life changes, be flexible, be adaptable, be willing to change your plan. Because once you make the leap once, making another leap isn't that hard, because you know you survive it. <laughs> you know you survive. So when you have another life change, it's easier to make the next one. So you have less stress because you adapt quicker. You know, making plans, doing research, putting in the work. I remember my, my preparation for me living this life started when I was 26 years old. It didn't start when I was 49 when I started my Being Brave blog. I did my preparation for it years ago. Now, I'm not saying you need 24 years, <laughs> but I am saying you need to put the preparation in. You can't just give up your job and have no... And, 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 and not have a, a path towards your goal. I'm not reckless. This is the point that people don't understand. Some people see my life and think that I'm incredibly brave. That's not true. I'm just as scared as everyone else. I'm just more prepared to fail. <laughs> Some people look at my life and think, oh, she's just reckless. And yeah, it might seem sometimes reckless when I come home from work and I tell everyone fuck it I'm leaving my job you know I, I was able to leave my job because I had a mortgage on my house that was very low and I didn't need to earn much money to pay the mortgage so I had that flexibility you know I built that flexibility into my life so that I had that freedom to say I hate this job I'm leaving <laughs> Number one, I would suggest you do your preparation and do your research. Number two, I suggest you are very, 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 very flexible and very adaptable. The third very important thing, you have to, you must have a sense of humour and the ability to see silver linings in shit. <laughs> you have to be able to search through the shit and find the silver lining. You have to be very, very positive in your thinking to yourself. You have to be honest with yourself, but you also have to be, be your own cheerleader. Because honestly, people will try and stop you. People will discourage you. People will try and take over. People will do everything. Um, I'm now adding this in because I, f I wanted to introduce the idea of my, the story of my land because when I was looking for a piece of land I found a piece, I couldn't have it, I found another piece, I couldn't have it, I found another piece, it's too expensive and I was beginning to freak out even though I'd only spent a month and 
I got to the point where everybody, every single person I met was, uh, was telling me I should get the piece of land that's in front of my mum's house. Everybody was telling me, oh, you're stupid if you don't. Oh, you'll never find another piece. Oh, you should do it, you should do it. But I could not see myself there. And I had a very clear idea of what I wanted. And if I had to wait for it, I would wait for it. And so when I was going back to the UK, I said to my mother, listen, if when we get back, the land's still available, I will buy the land. So I went off to England, came back, and when I got back, the land wasn't available. Because I wasn't willing, he said, oh no, I've, I've, I've got a buyer. So that was that over with. And literally the next day, literally the next day, I went on Facebook and I found the advert for my land. And it is perfect. So, you know, if you know what you want, don't settle. You know, I've come all this way, I went through all of that, so I didn't have to settle. So don't settle. You have to be 100% clear in your mind with yourself. You have to be honest and you have to be able to say, make decisions and stand by them. So it's all about, before you can make these life changes, you have to make a personal change. You have to make a, 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 a personal development change. You have to be the sort of person who can cope. I always say that I don't ever worry about stuff. I don't worry because I believe in my 50 years on this earth, I have amassed enough knowledge or the ability to reach out to enough knowledge to deal with situations when they occur. I mean, when you worry about anything, you're worrying about something that might happen. Now, if you're actually going through something, fine. But if you're the sort of person who, who will find a lump and immediately believe that they, they're, they're gonna die of cancer, I would rather say to myself, okay, there's a lump there, go to the doctor as soon as possible, hear what the doctor has to say, and then deal with whatever it is. And once I've decided that in my head, because I've spent my time making sure I control what goes through my head, I can say, right, that nervousness, that fear, of what might happen to me, I'm gonna put that off until I have more information. Because if I spend from now until the time I meet my doctor worrying that I'm gonna die of cancer, that's all of that time wasted and ruined and you know, everything's gone. If I say to myself, right, you know, all of these things can happen, but until we know more, there's nothing happening. So, I can then say, right, all of that worry, I'm gonna lock you away in this little box for a minute until I've seen the doctor. And then instead of opening you then, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna deal with what the doctor says, and then I'm gonna see if you're still there. Do you get what I mean? Let me know if you got what I mean. I'm really weird. I see my brain as a big, huge room with lots of boxes. 
and I find it's the easiest way for me to remember things and you'll be surprised how effective it is because I actually sort of sit there and go right I'm going to lock that in that little box over there and because I've now I've come up with a system my subconscious does it automatically now and many things are just literally put away in boxes without me realizing it when I lose something I think to myself right when was the last time you saw it so I'll go, it was yesterday. So I'll run to yesterday's box. And my, my brain then goes through all the video of yesterday because I now have video in my head. I think it's because I make videos for Clapper. So now I have little snippets of video of important parts of the day, like where I put my bloody keys. <laughs> or where I put my glasses. I actually make a little mental video of where I put them so that when I go where I put my glasses I'll go when did I last see them and I'll go ah yesterday I put them down there and then I go to the place and they're there so that's that's a little tip I don't know if that's that's clear but if you're listening to this and you want me to explain it more in a separate podcast I'll do that because oh yeah let's get back to let's get back to the episode I never went mentioned what the other scenarios were did I One of the scenarios, listen to this, one of my ideas, because I had never got to Greece and Greece was one of the items on my bucket list, I thought, oh, I know what I'll do is I'll go to a Greek island and I'll buy a really cheap house that's got lots of land and I'll turn it into a pottery community. I think other things got in the way and Greece got, you know, if it doesn't work out here, that's what I'm going to (laughs) do. If it doesn't work out here, I'm going to move to Greece and I'm going to, I'm going to sit up there. There you go. Can I just mention my editing skills were, were absolutely crap in, my, in that episode. I think I might have uploaded the wrong, the wrong version. I'm now listening to it thinking, shit, I should have edited that out. Anyway, let's carry on. Okay, firstly, I have to say, oh my God, I was so bad at podcasting back then I didn't even have oh sorry I've just swapped into the passenger seat so I can put my feet up I didn't have any a theme tune back then I didn't even have the music gosh wow so the reason for this podcast is because I now believe that the experiment is complete I live in St Lucia life is now normalized i'm not on holiday i don't have i don't feel like i'm on holiday i know that i live here i have the feeling that i live here so i would now consider my experiment complete so for those of you who have come along on this really wild scary what ride with me you've heard the ups and downs There have been more ups and more downs than I've actually documented. There have been some really crappy times. But you know what? Crappy times on St Lucia. Jeez. You know, even when you're having the crappiest day possible, just drive down to the beach and watch the sea and all the crappiness goes away. You can't feel crappy living on St Lucia I'm sorry I don't I don't get it I don't get it I don't know how you can I I I mean obviously I'm lucky but seriously the sun every morning 
just that alone is worth every single down moment every single bit of sadness that I had I do not regret a single damn thing actually I do I regret bringing so much shit over with me I regret not spending longer packing up and getting rid of a lot of stuff I should have got rid of a lot of stuff because you know what I don't need all the shit that I brought with me and I wish I'd brought a whole container full <laughs> of of Lidl's fizzy worms would you believe I am ah oh, the fizzy worms I miss them so much I've just had a delivery from England and I I got some fizzy worms in my delivery and I have been such a happy bunny for the last well couple of weeks but now they're finished and now I'm gonna pine for them again you know the sour fizzy worms oh they're not an expensive product they're way cheaper than Haribo but they are the nicest things you're ever gonna taste in your life so if you have Lidl or Lidl as people call it oh fizzy worms try them they're amazing that's what I miss so yeah if you ever want to send a little package for me just stick a packet of fizzy worms in and send it <laughs> Because I, I will accept that any day of the week. Any day of the week. Yeah. I would pack better, knowing what I know now. Do you know what? I was so panicked on that packing day. And those movers weren't the movers that I was meant to have. And so they were just shit. And they didn't listen to a word I said. Because I knew that when I got to St Lucia, I'd have to firstly write down every single thing that's in the boxes and I'd have to know where every single thing was because the customs guy looked in every single box honestly if I, I if I do do it again I'd sort out the movers get the movers to, to pack everything properly but personally on a personal level I do not regret a single decision I've made because every single decision I made made was made upon the best information I had at the time. And so I can't regret it because I used the best information I had at the time. I made some really shitty, stupid decisions. I did some really silly things. But you know what? I'm a human being and human beings do silly things. And the problem is, and I always say this, and I say this to the young people, and I say this to everyone, you're gonna fall over. And the best thing is in life is not to be afraid of falling over because every single time you fail and fall over, you learn how to pick yourself up quicker. And so instead of falling on the flat on the floor and spending years on the floor crying, you pick yourself up quickly and move on. And that's what I've done. I, I honestly, I just, I, I've learned to do it so much quicker now I can literally have my whole life devastated and five minutes later I've picked myself up and I'm moving on. And people think I'm cold. People think I don't, I, honestly, I don't give a shit what people think. But you know what? I'm not cold. I've just trained myself to just get over it. <laughs> I just get over it and move on. Fuck it, life's too short. I'm not going to spend a single minute feeling, you know, crying or being upset. I'm not going to spend another second.
because it's wasted time. I get it out. You know, I give myself 24 hours of being crying and, and wallowing and feeling shit. I mean, with my land, with my build, I gave myself months of wallowing because I needed that time. And it wasn't wasted time because I used that time to throw all of my energy into pottery. And pottery healed me. So I used my pottery to heal the wounds. And it, it was just... I knew when I was ready to go back at it. The time came and I suddenly thought, yeah, now's the time. And I knew it was time because I drove up to the land and I sat there and I looked at the shit that was there. <laughs> and I thought, right, this is what I have. What am I gonna do about it? And that's why I did the Indiegogo campaign. So when the Indiegogo campaign wasn't as successful as I'd hoped it would be, you know, I asked people on Clapper, which by the way, if you're not on Clapper and you're my age, you really should go on Clapper, it's amazing. I have met the most brilliant people on Clapper and helpful, oh, supportive, oh, absolutely helpful, supportive and lovely people. Really lovely people. And they, they gave me that little extra push. I sat at my computer and spent two days and I set up my St Lucia Dream Project. And so now I've started the St Lucia Dream Project, I think my being brave experiment has now ended. So I'm gonna leave the Being Brave blog up there and this will be the last blog post. This will be the last podcast. This will be the last update for my Being Brave blog. If you wanna continue along my journey, I will put the link to my to my anchor link to my new podcast and I'm moving over to my pottery blog that's my only website now so I'm closing everything else down and I'm sticking with my Keramic St Lucia so it's keramicslu.com so I've amalgamated everything on my Keramic St Lucia website and if you just want to listen to the podcast, I'll be doing podcast updates on my St. Lucia Dream Project. I'm going to continue with my um, Old School with Amanda podcast, but that will be for my political stuff, for my ranty stuff. That will be for my anything that's not pottery and St. Lucia related will be on my Old School with Amanda blog. I'm keeping that for as long as I've got, I've paid up on SoundCloud. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm moving to Anchor. So if you want to follow along my new adventure, click the link at the bottom, head over to Anchor, and from there you will find all the different platforms that you can subscribe. If you're an iPhone user, look me up on Apple Podcasts, because I'm on there, yay! That's what you uh, type in, St Lucia Dream Project. So, yes, thank you for being brave and following my journey on being brave. I'm going to spend some time now talking about my new project. In fact, I'm not. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you an introduction on my new podcast. So I'm going to say bye to being brave right now. 
and well not bye to being brave <laughs> I'm gonna say thank you for all the support and I hope you'll follow me over to my St Lucia dream project and look out for the episode that says dear being bravers because I'm gonna give you your introduction there and anyone who wants to follow along my St Lucia dream project yeah head over to uh, my new podcast look out for the episode that's called dear being bravers okay bye oh i've got a new theme tune as well exciting it's reggae based <laughs> of course anyway bye